in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. I don't know why, but when I just hit that vape, the Cypress Hill hits from the bong came to mind. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I would like to thank Lovence for being my affiliate partner for my podcast, as well as my blog at christinekellogg.com. Lovence brings sex tech to every bedroom. Their wide selection of sex toys can be controlled via Bluetooth and even at long distances through their app. Find out how to take your experiences and control to the next level at loveends.com. Please use my link below to support the podcast. I would really appreciate it. Welcome back. Episode 32. Holy crap. This week, we're going to talk about cuckolding. And yes, this has been a debate in our house because when I say it, it sounds like I'm saying cuck holding. However, I am not. It's just the way my Minnesota accent sounds. But first, let's address some housekeeping. All right. Housekeeping. As I've mentioned, it is almost camping season here in the Midwest. And the subby and I took a trip to our happy place and checked out our camper, Jerry. And we are rodent free, which makes me very, very happy. And I may have gone a bit overboard with the dryer sheets and the bar soap. But it seems to have worked. However, the camper that is in our driveway right now that we are working on is not so lucky. So we are going to take a moment of silence for the baby squirrel that did not make it. 
okay, that's all it gets because it tore the shit out of our heat vent. However, in our defense, we did try to save it and to no avail, it did not get out. Anyway, second issue of housekeeping or second thing to address, my Twitter friend Tindra, who I am narrating a steamy novella for, has her first draft and loves it because it's an awesome story that I truly enjoyed reading. So, of course it's awesome. It was fantastically written. And now it's been fantastically read. That should be available hopefully soon, and there should be more. We're also working on getting a TikTok for her, so stay tuned. She may have a link in a bio. Exciting! Three. If you go to my website and experience some technical difficulties, my host is doing some updates or changing some things, so bear with me. We are monitoring it. It should be functioning as it should very soon, but please bear with me during the technical difficulties, and you can always email me too if you have questions or can't find something because the website is not functioning as it should. All right, let's get into it. This week, we are going to talk about cuckolding. And I am going to discuss, I found a fantastic website. The link will be in the show notes, as will the link for Tindra, as I was talking about her novella and housekeeping. I wanted to, this one is kind of for my ladies. However, men, you might find this helpful in how to possibly bring up a cuckolding topic with your woman. It kind of explains how our brain works. Not everybody, because you can't group us all in one bunch, because we're all different. The name of the website is called wanthertocheat.com. And there is an article that is, it discusses like the different types of, it's not necessarily cuckolding, but it kind of defines the difference between what a cuckold is as opposed to a swinger or a stag. We're just going to kind of cover some of these. This article was really interesting to me. You can also become a private member. I don't know if it costs anything. I didn't do it. I was just checking out their free content right now. I found it very useful and I learned some things that make a lot of sense. So I thought I would share them with you. So here we go. Right away it says, your husband is a cuckold, a beginner's introduction to the seductive world of wife sharing, cuckolding, and the hot wife phenomenon. Ladies, Has your boyfriend, fiancé, or husband ever talked dirty about you flirting with other men? Has he teased you about getting sex from other guys? Has he told you that he likes the thought of you being with another man? Does he ask you about your sex life with old boyfriends? My subby did most of this immediately in the beginning. And he is definitely a cuckold. 
So this article is kind of going to just go over a brief description and why the ladies might enjoy it more than they think they would. This is the part of the article that I liked. I'm just going to read this to you. I'll interject my thoughts. If this is all new to you, don't worry. We'll break down your husband or boyfriend's kink, give it a little context, and help you try to make sense of what he's asking of you. Many women hear this request with no warning and have one of two responses. Okay, first of all, men, maybe pick the right time to bring it up. Don't bring it up out of the blue. But one, you get suspicious. There's no way you heard him right. He wants me to sleep with other guys while he stays committed? Uh Uh-uh, there's gotta be a catch. Or two, you get upset. Sleep with other guys? Are you out of your mind? I'm not a slut. What you're asking is disgusting. I'm not like that. Now, I have to say, in the beginning when this was presented to me, I think both of those kind of went through my mind. Which, according to this, these are perfectly understandable reactions. After all, you couldn't imagine yourself wanting to see him with another girl, right? Absolutely fucking not. No desire. So how could he expect it from you with no strings attached? It's too good to be true. This is fantastic. The first thing, take a breath and relax. If he's mentioned this kinky fantasy to you, or if you suspect he's angling for it, it's not the end of the world. Here's what he's not trying to do. He's not looking to have an affair for himself. He doesn't want a hall pass to get with another girl. He's definitely not trying to break up your relationship. You might think it's a weird fantasy to have or even find it a disgusting turnoff. Whatever your own response, you can rest assured he's being 100% serious. To all my ladies listening, I have been there. I totally, totally, totally fucking get it. I was so sick to my stomach when this was first presented to me, this aspect of it. There were other areas I was maybe like, oh yeah, hey, cool, let's do that. This was not one of them. I had to take a good two days, I think it was, to process this because I was so confused because every relationship I had ever been in, it was, there was jealousy, like this would never be even an option. But I had to take two days and I tried to talk to a friend of mine to kind of talk me through it. And I made a poor choice in who I talked to. So then I just stopped talking to anybody about it. And I just processed it myself. And looking back at previous relationships, I would say that this is probably something that I would have participated in a long time ago had I not come from the small town that I grew up in. Because there's so many benefits to it. One, I know I'm a jealous person, or maybe not jealous. I'm possessive. I don't want anybody else. I don't want to see my husband or subby, whatever. I don't want to see him with anybody else. He's mine. It's almost like a property thing. He's mine. I don't want to share. Now, as we evolve in our relationship, that could change. I highly doubt it. It's always open for conversation, and because of the fantastic relationship that we have, I know if I 
if I told him, no, it's not on the table, I'm not okay with that, he would be like, fine, the subject would be dropped. However, if you think about it, it is kind of a good way to keep the spice alive in your relationship. But we'll address that a little bit later. He wants exactly what he tells you he wants. He gets off imagining you hook up with other men. There are reasons for this cuckolding fantasy, which we don't need to get into here. Some people think that evolution programmed men to find sexual enjoyment in promiscuous women. Others think it's a psychological defense mechanism to guard against cheating or a learned response to a past unfaithful girlfriend or girlfriends. Her cheating can't hurt you if you're getting off on it, right? However you shake it out, a lot of men find sexual pleasures in the idea of their wives and girlfriends being sexual with other men. We're talking well over half of men who would be down for their special lady getting frisky if the circumstances were right. That is the key. The circumstances have to be right. If there isn't boundaries, rules, whatever you want to call them, if there is not a clear foundation established, this could go very wrong. Ooh, these are key points too. He's not looking to bail on you with another girl, and he doesn't find you unsatisfying. Those were two hard ones, while the unsatisfying part was the hard one for me. If anything, it's just the opposite. He's so into you that he's deriving his sexual pleasure from you and you alone. In his mind, he's adoring you. He's putting your pleasure above his own. And I think I've said this before. And once I had this perspective of it, I was like, well, fuck yeah, let's do this. A lot of what I talk about on here is your perspective and how you see things. And in honesty, if you take the sex out of it, which is so funny to say because it's considered a kink, it's considered part of the lifestyle, it's whatever label you want to use for it, but really remove the actual physical sexual aspect of it and look at the emotional side of it, it's pretty intense and it's a pretty intense connection. However, I say that a lot. That's almost like my so's and ums. The female mind doesn't work this way with sex. And that is true. Women are more prone to get with one guy and commit everything to him. True statement. Her physical desire is much more strongly connected to her feelings for the person compared to men, which is why when I talk about playing with other men, I refer to them as basically a human sex toy. I have to have some sort of connection with them, but... It's not necessarily emotional. It just has to be some sort of chemistry, I think. Or in some cases, you just have to know how to talk. Because if there's nothing going on in between your ears, I'm real sorry, but I don't know if I can do it. Her physical desire is much more strongly connected to her feelings for the person compared to men, like I just said. Which means when he tells you that he wants you to sleep around, it's like showing a stop sign to a colorblind person. You don't experience sexual attraction this way. I think I've said this before too, but if not, men and women are wired so differently. It's not a bad thing. It's just sometimes I wish I could think like a man. Like 
I overthink, I overanalyze, all of this. And I know I'm not alone. And there might be men that do this too, but man, my life would be easier if I could just something happens and I fucking forget about it and move on. So while we are, well, we as in women are overthinking the fuck out of this whole cuckolding thing, our cuckolding husband believes he's allowing us the ultimate sexual gift, the freedom to have sex with any man we desire. That's not how we're processing, guys. You might wonder what he gets out of the deal. That depends. And then it goes on to talk about what kind of cuck is he and the difference between swingers, hotwives, and cuckolds. Cuckolds. See, I, every now and then I hear the H in there and I don't intend to put it in there. It's just how my mouth wants to say it. There are different versions of the wife sharing fantasy. And then it has an article that you can read on the difference between a swinger, a cuckold, and a stag. Until recently, most people knew this as swinging or an open marriage. Swingers swap spouses with other couples. Open marriages give each partner a free pass for casual sex with others. Cuckolding is different. Only the wife or girlfriend has sex outside of the relationship, while the husband or boyfriend stays monogamous. And this is his idea. And as bizarre as it sounds, far more men are interested in this than women. And I don't know, the more I do this, the more I don't think that's necessarily bizarre because I'm learning more and more how differently men are wired. Again, not a bad thing. Within cuckolding, you have several different types. There is the traditional cuckold, which is a man whose wife is unfaithful to him while he's unaware of it. I think that's pretty much a hard no in my world because... If I'm going to be with someone else, I want him there. And I know I talked about this on the last episode because he is kind of like my safety blanket. There is not much the two of us do without each other, really. And that's part of the dynamic of our relationship. That doesn't mean it will never change. That doesn't mean it can't ever change. That's just how we choose to participate or how we choose to live the life that we live. And this is where we get into me. There's still an element of this going on in cuckold relationships where the female motive is dominant. She takes control as the dominant partner and gets with other men while her husband is reluctant, hesitant, or more likely a submissive partner. This can get weird because the dynamic doesn't always work. Instead, what usually happens is that the cuck husband imagines this playing out, even though his wife is shy, reluctant, submissive, or conservative. The cuckold craves humiliation, the angst, and the submissive role. He wants his wife and maybe her lover, called a bull, to take charge, boss him around, and treat him like dirt. Small penis fantasies and male chastity are a part of this. That pretty much describes us in a nutshell, or pretty much to the T. However you want to say it, mix them up, whatever. A lot of what you find, however, are couples who approach cuckolding as equal partners. In this case, the unfaithful wife is called a hot wife. Hot wives date with their husband's enthusiastic consent and limited participation. 
if cuckolding is motivated by the woman, the hot wife fantasy is motivated by masculine energy. A cuckold's wife, called a cuckoldress, also dates with her husband's knowledge and permission, but the dynamic is different for hot wife couples. The hot wife's husband, we call him a stag for short, experiences sexual pleasure in knowing that his wife has sex with other men. He's not interested in the angst and humiliation. He's there to watch hot sex, the woman he loves most. He wants his wife to be his real-life porn star. Sounds like a little bit of voyeurism in there, too. I'm not opposed. My husband is not a stag. He very much enjoys the humiliation, as do I. Oh, this is very much true, too. There's a lot of crossover with other themes, such as denial of penetration, orgasm denial, full male chastity, and even extreme humiliation like cleanup duty or being tied up in bondage to watch her have sex. That whole paragraph sounds fantastic to me. I will take it all. Every bit of it. That very much describes our dynamic. Now, a lot of our dynamic sexually is on the back burner because I have children in my home that like have to do school and shit. By the end of the day, I'm exhausted. So that being said, I would just like to point out, this does not have to be a 24-7 type of deal. You can have this type of relationship and not participate in it on a sexual aspect 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or whatever. Obviously, you can't have sex for 24 hours a day. Your vagina would fall out or your penis would fall off, I would think. I don't know if I'm up for that challenge as I ramble, but I digress. In all of this, and I just threw a whole bunch of words out there, so if you are new and listening to this, don't get overwhelmed because I fucking hate labels, but this is the terminology they use in the article that I'm referencing. The whole point of me discussing this is just, if there are ladies, I think most of my listening base is men, but for my ladies out there or men who want to bring this up to their lady or whatever the case may be, it's all about perspective and it doesn't have to happen tomorrow. You can take this one day at a time. You can implement different I don't want to say play, but you can implement different portions of what this type of relationship consists of slowly. It's like when I was in massage school and I had to take a cooking class or something. We were talking about habits and now this was years ago, but 21 days to create a habit. So start out slow, add one thing, take away one thing. Don't try to do it all in one shot. You will get fucking overwhelmed. I guarantee it. Add one new thing. Take away one thing you don't like. And if you just want to add one new thing and wait and then take away the thing you don't like or whatever the case may be later, do that. Seriously, slow and steady wins the race. And fucking talk, 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 talk. Constantly. Always be communicating how you're feeling. If you don't want to do it face to face, if it's embarrassing, because fuck, I've been there. I understand that sometimes you don't want to look your partner in the face and be like, 
I don't like it when you put your finger in my butt. Fucking get a notebook that you two can pass back and forth and read in private so that you can communicate your feelings without feeling embarrassed. And I promise you, eventually, that embarrassment goes away or that feeling ashamed of what you're interested in. And fuck, if there's one thing I could get across to people, don't ever feel bad for something that turns you on. It's fucking who you are. It's what you enjoy. There's no reason to be ashamed of that. Anyway, let's see. This is probably going to be a two-parter, I think. Oh, see? This article is right with me. The extremes can be a big turnoff, especially if it's your first trip to this pool. True fucking statement. Porn aside, most guys who show signs of cuckold and hot wife curiosity aren't really into that level of hardcore play. If your hubby is like most, he's getting his rocks off imagining you getting down and dirty with another guy while he's watching and jerking off. And that's all he's into. And that's okay if that's all it consists of. The fantasy itself is enough of an earthquake shock to most monogamous partners. Yeah, let's think about that for a minute. If you've only been monogamous your whole life and your partner comes to you with this, it could be a big shock. Because as the next paragraph says, sex is a big deal in marriage. Getting it from another partner besides your husband is a big ask. Let's touch on that for a minute. I have been with my subby for, well, we'll be married for five years. Prior to my subby, I was a very, very insecure person about my body. And I had to be with someone for quite some time before I was actually comfortable enough to relax and enjoy sex. So... Now you're telling me that I'm going to have sex with strangers and maybe not strangers, but a new person. I mean, it takes me a long time to get comfortable with somebody. And what if the sex is horrible? You get into a routine, you get into a rhythm, you know what the other person likes. They know what you like. So nine times out of 10, your sex is pretty good. In my case, when I have sex, it's fantastic. Thank you, Subby. However. There's a whole nother set of issues that goes with having sex with somebody you aren't familiar with. And that's why I say there has to be some sort of connection also because you want to be able to relax. Even if you are relaxed, though, I think sex is still going to be awkward. Just my opinion. So there is a lot of information on this website that you can go in and check out and the next part of it says so your husband is a cuckold what now many women first hear all about this fantasy and pardon our french they lose their shit how could he doesn't he love me aren't i good enough i bet he just wants to get with another girl and this is his way out the thoughts start racing and a serious conversation becomes impossible you must understand one vital thing Sex is weird. What gets people off isn't what the romance movies and cheesy sitcoms told you. Everybody's into weird stuff. True fucking statement. And that's okay. And I don't even necessarily like the word weird, but everybody likes different things. One Something that gets me off isn't going to get everybody else off. 
there are some similarities, I think, though. Oh, hey, look at that. It might help if you think of his cuckold fantasy as the mirror image of a voyeurism kink. Agreed. Many women admit to a thrill from being watched during sex. I don't, I would be okay, like, I'm okay with my subby watching me have sex. I don't know if I would be okay with strangers watching me have sex. I may have to do some investigation into that. And maybe that's what we'll talk about next week. I have had a threesome before, but I don't know that anybody was watching me. Everybody was pretty involved in what was going on. Okay. I apologize because I have rambled a fuck ton on this, but let's just kind of recap the first half of this. And next week we will dive a little deeper into women getting off on being watched. More about cuckolding. And I think maybe dive in a little bit more into the men's emotional attachment or the men's emotional side of why he would want his wife or girlfriend to participate in this. Next week, I think we'll talk a little bit about threesomes and multiple partners and things like that as well. My main point to kind of diving into this a little bit is because I know that I've had people reach out to me that are interested in the cuckolding aspect of a relationship and their significant other is flat out appalled. And I just kind of want to put out there a different side of it. Maybe again, remove the whips and chains from it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the sexual stigma that goes with this type of lifestyle. Like pull all that away. It's kind of like peeling in the layers of an onion. If you have kids and have watched Shrek, you know what I'm referring to. There are many layers to these type of relationships. And I have said this so many times. This is the healthiest and most fulfilling relationship that I have ever been in. And I think when you remove all of the sex part of it, the communication is fantastic. I can literally tell him anything. It has taken some time to get to the point where I'm comfortable literally talking about anything because I've always been kind of shy, which is odd because now I'm doing this podcast, but I have been kind of shy discussing sexual matters, things that talk about my body or things that my body does or doesn't do or Things that, well, for example, nope, I'm not saying that. Things that my body does or doesn't do or things that turn me on. That was hard for me for a long time, talking about things that turn me on because I was ashamed by it. And I'm telling you, it comes from my background. I think that it's kind of just how I was brought up. Like, you don't talk about sex. you do it missionary style. You let your husband do what he's going to do. He gets you pregnant and you're done. I mean, that sounds really old school and I'm not that old, but that's kind of my view on it. And I've even had people ask me how I would feel if my kids listened to my podcast. And obviously I wouldn't want them to listen to it now, but as they were adults, 
I'm not necessarily opposed. They'd probably get a look into our relationship that they don't really care about or, you know, care to hear about. But I have always been or have always tried as my daughter got older to be very open about things and talk about things and talk about how your first time having sex is going to be awkward. It's probably not going to be enjoyable. It's okay if you like different things. Fuck, it's a, if you like a girl, that's okay too. You can like girls and you can like boys. Whatever. Whatever really makes you happy. If you find a human being that you connect with, does it really matter if they have a penis or a vagina? No, it doesn't. Not to me. It shouldn't to you, in my opinion. But I just want something out there that kind of takes away the whips and the chains and the handcuffs or whatever the case may be and really focus on the emotional and the connection level that a lot of these relationships have and how much more confident you become in yourself when you open up and really pay attention to your body, what you like, and don't feel ashamed for talking about it. And cuckolding is fucking hot. <laughs> I mean, that pretty much sums up the whole thing I just said, right? <laughs> I think that is where I'm going to end it this week. I am not done with the cuckolding subject. And if anybody out there has thoughts, comments, tips, tricks, anything like that regarding cuckolding or whatever, email me, message me, TikTok, OnlyFans, whatever the case may be. I would love to hear your thoughts out there. My whole goal in this podcast, and I've said this a thousand times as well, I just want to put a different perspective on this lifestyle and make it not feel so I don't want people to look down on it. It's a very healthy way to live your life and there's nothing wrong with it. My subby and I are both consenting adults. We enjoy this life. And we have kids. We have a family. We know how to do we know how to participate in this relationship and I think in the process our kids are watching what a healthy relationship looks like. They see how well we communicate. They see how well my subby treats me. They see how he does things to make my life easier. They see how they see the give and take. Anyway, I hope you guys all have a fantastic week. Stay safe, be good human beings, and come back next week for more cuckolding talk. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and review on whatever podcast app that you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg. Christine, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast and or explore my FLR coaching or keyholding services, please find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. My beloved army of patrons is slowly growing and your kindness is very much appreciated. For custom audios, I'm on Fiverr at Christine Kellogg. I produce custom erotic voiceovers, POV, point of view, JOI, jack-off instructions, as well as erotic hypnosis, ASMR, 
audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Hit me up on Fiverr and mention that you heard me on the podcast, and I will give you a KFLR listener discount. For pics and videos of me and me torturing my subby's little dick, look me up on OnlyFans at Christine Kellogg. There's a growing amount of content that is free for now, as well as custom request options for my followers there. Let me know that you found me through my podcast because that would be super cool. Links to all of these are in the show notes. Again, thank you so much. Be good human beings and stay safe. I can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!